Timothy what would be in the parchments. That would be the great thing to know, wouldn't it? Um, but I guess they finally all said, except Luke, I think I've got some other missionary work to do somewhere else, and I'm going off. Luke, you stay and, and be faithful. This is the Feast of St. Luke. In our tradition, we can transfer the actual feast day to the nearest Sunday. So St. Luke's day is actually tomorrow, but we're able to observe it as our patronal festival on the Sunday nearest so that's what we're doing. So every St. Luke's Day, I like to preach about um, St. Luke, about the gospel that he wrote, and this year to say some things to you about the major themes of the gospel, which are very important, and I think uh, make me feel even more privileged to be the rector of a church that is dedicated to St. Luke. There are more churches dedicated to St. Luke's in this diocese than in any, of any other dedication. I looked it up. St. Luke's Los Gatos, St. Luke's Hollister, St. Luke's Halone, St. Luke's Atescadero. So I guess in the great church building days when Bishop Locke would fly in an airplane over a field and drop a flower sack on the ground so it would burst and say, build it there. St. Luke uh, seemed to loom large. And I expect it's because of St. Luke's missionary work, but also standing for God's saving power seen in the proclamation of the need for social justice and equity, and the importance for Luke of healing and wholeness as a goal of the Christian life. So when we think about that, it's uh, an important thing. There is no reason to assume that the person who wrote the Gospel of St. Luke was none other than St. Luke. And if you really want to know, sound like you know what you're talking about, you always actually refer to it as Luke Acts, because it's a two-volume set, but it is one thing. So when you speak about the themes of Luke's Gospel, you're really speaking about the themes of both of those writings, because they complement one another. Luke's Gospel is about the presence of the Holy Spirit of God in the person of Jesus Christ, and the book of Acts is about the transfer of that Spirit of God, God coming in an inward way to enlighten and strengthen us from the person of Jesus to the people of God that we call the Church. So we become now both the beneficiaries of God's Holy Spirit and the fiduciaries of God's Holy Spirit. We have stewardship over this Spirit. And in some way, you and I are to be ambassadors for Christ, as Paul said, since God is making his appeal through us. So here are some of the major uh, religious themes of the gospel, which uh, are important. The first one is that Luke, more than any other gospel writer, speaks about world affirmation. And what that means is, is that he affirms the goodness of the world, the importance of human history as a positive thing. Luke's writings are the least apocalyptic in the New Testament, and they are also the least sectarian. So Luke is generally approving of people who are outside of the Christian movement, although he would speak critically of some 
who are actually connected to it, but uh, intend to separate or step away. And he believes that human culture and Christianity are compatible. And it is the location for you and me coming to understand God's will and purpose for us as individuals and as a community. And how we make sense of that as we live and seek to be faithful. Luke also, in his Gospel and in the book of Acts, writes about something that biblical scholars call the Great Reversal. And the Great Reversal is that um, those people that have heretofore been considered privileged and trade on their privilege are not going to be the people who receive God's favor. And he seeks in his Gospel at every point to say that those people who have been regarded by the elites in this society as somehow not acceptable have found God's acceptance and favor. And so the way in which we understand the nature of reality has been reversed. The poor stand for all of those who have been rejected on the basis of human standards but are accepted by God. Now the point of all this for Luke is not to uh, berate those people who are people of privilege. It is to encourage them to see how the generosity of spirit and the laboring to create a society where it is easier for people to be good is a worthy thing to do. And so what he seeks and speaks about and focuses our attention on in the gospel is the Savior's continuous movement towards God's saving power. So Luke is a great writer about salvation. And you've heard me say that in the Greek text and in the Hebrew Bible, the same word that is used for to save is the word that also means to heal. And so Luke as a physician is very concerned and interested in healing at all levels. Physical disease, uh, emotional difficulties, how we understand our role in the world, that God's healing power is available to us, and the purpose of pointing out these inequities is to bring God's saving power to every situation, socially, economically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Luke is also concerned about the Word of God and he understands that in very broad terms, the written word, but also the word of God as it is expressed by godly people who seek to be faithful and who are willing to speak it in places where it will have the maximum amount of effect and the ability to transform and change. Conversion is another one of Luke's themes, and that means that when you hear this stuff, somehow you begin to say, I'm going to change the way I think and act and relate. And of course, in Acts, his great account of the one who really did that was Paul. And that Paul himself experienced this um, transformation. And finally, he believes that when you become a person of faith, that you respond to the divine initiative that has been begun in you, in a way that uh, transforms your life, that somehow you begin to change your social behavior, 
you is, is that the gospel that I just read to you about Jesus in the synagogue is really sort of a classic statement of all of those things. Because when he sits down and begins to preach on that ICN text, he tells them that in him, his physical presence among them, they have seen today the transforming power of God in his words and in his works. But more to the point, all of them are now going to be able to do that as they live. An interesting footnote here is that uh, this is one of the passages that indicates to us that Jesus knew how to read. Because he read the Hebrew Bible, the scroll, uh, at the synagogue, and he sat down. But it's an affirmation of God's liberating power in the lives of God's people. So, this week, give thanks for the fact that you're a, a part of a parish dedicated to St. Luke Physician. And understand that uh, you can mirror and model all of the things that I've described about um, commending uh, your greatest place of safety and assurance in a way that may not have any religious vocabulary attached to it at all, but that because you have been laboring to be the best human being you could be, it turns out you're also the best missionary.